There are many paths to success and one of them is being an entrepreneur. Have you ever wondered about best practices for career building? Perhaps you'd like to learn about how to help a business thrive, or even how to start one yourself. One of the best ways to succeed is to learn from the successes of others. Money Ed had the pleasure of sitting down with Mr. Franz Hoang, founder and chief strategy officer of enriched analytics firm Boodle AI, who shared his advice on entrepreneurship and business for the benefit of our listeners. Hi, women. Pleasure to be on today and absolutely delighted to be your guest. In a few words, how would you describe your journey to creating Boodle AI? Um, yeah, if I had to pick one word to describe myself, it would be unemployable. Uh, I've lived several different lives. I'm a refugee from Vietnam, grew up in a small town, went to West Point, served in the army, uh, lived overseas. Then I became a lawyer, moved to DC, worked in the government, including the White House, then rejoined the army, deployed to Afghanistan with US Army Special Forces Company, then came back and became an entrepreneur and have been involved with uh, several successful founding teams, including a law firm, a co-working space, an aerospace company, and a AI company. And that's what I do now. What took you from military service to founding a startup? Is there a common theme that you adhere to in your work? I've always been driven by a desire to serve. And so whether it was in the, in the uniform, helping people, uh, you know, helping serve my country, leading America's sons and daughters, whether it was as a lawyer, you know, serving my, my legal clients, and even as an entrepreneur, right? My desire was to serve others. And how do you serve others as an entrepreneur? Well, you build a product or service that helps people. And you know that you're helping people because they're willing to pay you for it, right? They find it so helpful, they're willing to part with money. And so you know you're making a difference. And so I, I see them as continuations of the same journey of service. Uh, intellectually, I've always been kind of a geek about data and and I find emerging technologies fascinating, right? So, you know, I, I think if I'd lived, you know, in the 19th century, I probably would have tried to find Tesla and hung out with him, right? Because he was doing the cool and new thing. Um, you know, so, and I, I really enjoy connecting people. I mean, I've always been someone who like derives vicarious uh, enjoyment from connecting people and seeing what good results of it. And so that kind of naturally, you know, after my last, uh, exiting my last company, um, I'd made a, a founding investment into Boodle and uh, as time pa passed along, I was doing more and more work for Boodle and it just made sense to join full time, largely because it just aligned with the things I'm kind of intellectually interested in, serving other people, building something interesting, uh, using data, using an emerging technology and ultimately connecting people together. If you could give your younger self two pieces of advice for the future, what advice would you give? First, uh, at some point in your life, look, when you're early on, you know, you're in school, you're playing sports, you, you know, you maybe you start your first job. Largely in those kind of environments, success is defined for you, right? Like success of school is graduating, getting a high GPA, right? Success in the professional world, getting your first job, whatever it is, right? And then making your boss happy and showing that you know how to like work as a professional if you're a professional. Um, but at some point in your life, Whitman, I think it's important for every person to define success for themselves. In other words, not, not what other people define as success, but what do, you, what do you define as success? And maybe that's 
doing what you're doing now, just to the nth degree, if you're a law student, it's being a great lawyer or firm, right? But it might be something completely different. It might be going off in a different direction. Maybe it is, I want to be a great dad. I want to prioritize that. Maybe it's, I want to be a great responsible member of my church. Whatever it is, you get to the choice to define success for yourself. And so I think it's important for every single person at some point to do that. And the sooner you do it, the longer you have to pursue it. And so define success for yourself when appropriate and do it as soon as you can. Uh, the second piece of advice I would give myself, which I also give to other people, is as you go through this journey in trying to reach whatever it is you define as success, and by the way, I would argue that the best definitions of success are rooted in some form of life of significance, of, of a life where you make a difference. You make a difference to other people, you make a difference to your community, you make a difference to your family. Um, those things are more valuable at the end of the day than titles, or frankly, even money. So in, in the pursuit of this life of success, this life of significance, the second piece of advice I give to myself, I would give to myself and I give to other people is ignore sunk costs. So there's a lot of people that can make decisions and they're, they can't let go of something, even if they know that letting go of it allows them to do the thing they want. You know, oh, I've been at this job for three years and if I just be there for another three, I get X. So I can't, that's, it'd be a waste if I threw that all away, right? Or, well, I, I went to school to be a doctor, you know, but I, I found out I really love writing. I can't throw away being a doctor, even though I know I love writing. So if you hold on to sunk costs, then you're just holding your, you're letting the past dictate your present, which determines your future. Ignore sunk costs. Make the best decision for today to affect your tomorrow without regard to what happened yesterday. Is there any particular skill set that you think is most important for young people to have in order to succeed? A lot of education is focused around the three R's and plus the one more R, right? Which reading, writing, arithmetic, more recently research, right? Be able to find the right answer to something. And particularly in a world where literally the world's information is at your fingertips. Um, it almost means you don't have to know something, you just have to know how to find it. And it isn't even knowing how to find the right answer, it's knowing how to ask the right question. And so as I would, the advice I have for a young person is focus a lot on asking the right questions, asking lots of questions, asking questions people don't ask and reframing the problem, right? So, you know, just to give you an example. There's this great program called Hacking for Defense. It's about teaching um, uh, college students, graduate students, how to use lean startup methodology in a national security environment to solve national security problems. And um, they teach this in spades. So there was a problem given, which is how to um, bring a submersible vehicle quickly up to a certain depth so that it could communicate via uh, antenna with the outside world. And it's an intractable problem. And one of the students in the program realized they were asking the wrong problem. The problem wasn't how to get the vehicle up to that depth. The problem was how to get the antenna to that depth, right? And once they realized that, they could keep the vehicle at the same depth and just put a longer antenna up and avoided the problems of bringing the vehicle up. And so the solution wasn't to solve the question that was asked, how do I get a vehicle from this depth to this depth quickly without causing the bends, right? The question is, how do I get an antenna to that depth 
And so that asking that question opened up a whole bunch of other potential solutions to the problem. Oftentimes as a young person, you're given a task and you said, do this. And I think it's fair in today's world to ask like, okay, I'm happy to do this. Why are we doing this? What, what are we trying to accomplish? And then ask the question like, well, is there a different way to accomplish this, right? Does, it, does the task even need to be done, right? And keep asking the whys. Um, that, that goes along, um, I would say the second thing along this vein as a young person is this idea of being a master of the implied task. So what do I mean by that? Um, if somebody asks you to do something and you understand the why, then not only do you need, can you do the thing that you've been asked to do, if you understand, well, then the next logical step is this, the next implied task is this, I might as well do it that too, right? Like you can do the thing, you can take additional steps to accomplish the larger task versus just the task that you've been asked to do. Somebody asks you, go get a bagel, right? And you, you know, well, why do they want a bagel? They want to eat it. The implied task there is bring back napkins, forks and knives as well, right? But you weren't asked to do that. You just have to go to bagels. You could literally just show up with a bagel. You did your task. But really, if the bigger task is, no, I want to eat this bagel, bring a plate, bring napkins, bring straw, ask it, hey, do you want a drink? Do you need it toasted, right? Like that's being a master of the implied task. Today, France shared many valuable insights into entrepreneurship and career building. Here are some key takeaways from his interview. It's important to live a life that has meaning, whether that meaning comes from service or from being the best you can be in a particular role. In France's case, he finds meaning in his desire to serve others, be it serving his country in the military or serving his clients as a lawyer and startup founder. Identify your core values and use them to define your personal success instead of accepting the definitions of success offered to you by others. The sooner you decide what success means to you, the more time you'll have to work towards your goal. Be willing to ignore sunk costs and pursue new opportunities, even if you've already put a lot of time into something else beforehand. In the modern age of internet access and connectivity, asking the right questions is more important than knowing the right answers. Focus less on memorizing the right way to do things and more on learning how to examine an issue from new angles and contexts. Don't be afraid to ask why a task needs to be done. Understanding why a task exists is crucial to understanding how it should be approached. When you understand why you've been asked to perform a task, not only can you approach it from different angles, but you can also determine any other things you should do to make your product the best it can be what France calls mastering the implied task. See you next episode. Our sincere gratitude to Mr. Franz Hoang for coming onto the show and for sharing his insights with MoneyEd's listeners. Thank you for listening. Is there someone you'd like to hear from or a question or topic you're really interested in? You can contact MoneyEd via email at moneyedpodcast at gmail.com. Did you like today's episode? Leave us a review to let us know. Money Ed is on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Alexa. If you'd like to connect with us, follow Money Ed on Twitter at, at Ed underscore podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Until next time, this is Money Ed signing off. Money Ed.